0: Here you go, boys. Say, you both look like you got a furfy or two to tell.
1: G'day, everyone, and welcome to Crackin' Furfies, the podcast where we catch up and crack some cold ones. I'm your host, Drew Agnew, and joining me along the bar are my good mates, Ash, Tom and Dan. Boys, how are we going today?
2: I'm super, as I always say. I'm always happy to be here with you, gents, and crack a couple of coldies.
1: Excellent, I love it, Ash. How about you, Tom?
2: Yeah,
3: yeah, I'm, I'm good. I've been um, keeping my ear to the ground, trying to find some some good news stories to mix in with my furfies this week. So uh, I'm feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good about this.
1: Yeah, no, you've uh, you've really upped our game here, Tom. We've got to uh, sort of bring our a-, a game to try and compete with you. But let's we'll see how oh. we go this week.
3: You guys are good. You guys are good in your own right.
1: Well, thank you very much, Tom. We need a bit of uh, flattery that every felt, now and again. <laughs> felt a little patronising there at the end. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got you to take a compliment where you get it, Ash. So it is what it is. What about you, Dan?
2: Yeah, I'm not too bad.
0: Not too bad. Um, just make make a do in the world as we go, finding some finding some stories, making up some furfies. How about you, Drew?
1: Oh, no, very, very good. Thank you, Dan. Um, come back from my honeymoon. You guys did a fantastic job of hosting the show. You, you Ash, who uh, put that together, put it up on the podcast services, all of that stuff. So thank you very much for that. And I enjoyed listening to it at the pool in Darwin. So
2: <laughs> I hope you did. I enjoyed getting... Very periodical pictures of you at the pool in Darwin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm taking. <laughs> I think I got like one or two, but it was still good.
2: It looked very nice.
1: Yeah, the pool was really nice. I really did appreciate that. I just uh, you know, took some photos of my feet every now and again. sent them to Ash, see what he thinks of my feet, you know. That,
3: that, that's um, <laughs> the that's, Surely that's OnlyFans content yeah, now. I was going to say,
0: that's the preview content before
3: I yeah. start selling those feet. And
2: right? if there's one thing everybody knows about me, if there's one thing I like more than salmonella, it's Drew's feet. <laughs> mm.
1: <laughs> what about if you rub some raw chicken on those feet? What does that do for you?
2: Oh, now we're we
0: talking, boys. Stuff. Why not have both?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no, it was a really great time. Thanks, guys. Just yeah, nice relaxing time. I uh, I went. Uh, what did I do? <laughs> we, we got we got pretty lucky because when we got to Darwin, um, we went out of town for a few days, and that was when the lockdown happened within Darwin so we like just got out of that and then when we went back to Darwin that's when the lockdown ended so it was really quite lucky that that happened but um, I sort of did realize the first couple of days I was just like uptight and stressed I didn't realize how stressed I was just you know just going normal everyday life just going with the flow it wasn't till you go away we're like Jesus I I needed this way more than I thought I did so I'm happy that I was able to do it and Got away with um, not being locked down and stuck up there. But to be honest, being stuck up there wouldn't be so bad either. It means I didn't have to come home to work. So. That's
0: true. <laughs> Silver linings.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, how have you guys been finding the podcast? Dan, you haven't been on for a couple of weeks either, but Ash and Tom, you did one together and also another one with uh, your friend Michael, I believe. He was a yep. good, good listen as well. So He's that was fun. a good egg. He's a good egg, yeah.
3: So he's
2: a very creative gentleman, Michael. He'll get you. He'll say a lot of things that you'll never expect. <laughs> One of those. No, random- he's a he's a legend. One of our best mates is Michael. Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: Pretty no, random I, lad. Is he? I've
3: enjoyed jumping on and having a yarn with um with Ash too. It's been good. Open up my eyes to a few things that um were furfies and a few
2: things that weren't. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time it was just me scrambling trying to work out what his furfies were because I can never fucking do that. <laughs>
3: Wow! Apart from last week, last week you had I think a clean sweep. You, you 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 got us with your furfies and you picked almost everyone else's. I believe. yeah. I
2: think Michael got me on one round, and that was it. Everything else, I think I was good. That's the first time that's ever happened. And it'll probably be the last. But yeah, uh, it was it was fun trying to uh, you know carry
3: the torch and keep that flame going for you, Big Daddy Drew, the podcast dad. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was laughing at that when I was listening to it at the pool, actually. The big podcast daddy drew on my Jesus Christ. The, the Podfather.
2: That just shows Ooh. the inner workings of my mind because I didn't plan to say that. It just <laughs> came out when I was introducing the podcast.
3: Hey. I like the Podfather. That, that's podfather is his title.
1: So, hey, um, I'm the podfather here at Crack and Furfy. So, what what does that mean? Is that sexual? Is that like you're a a mob leader? Like, what angle are we going at here? But no, I'm just a good bloke of lights podcasting. That's about it, mate. No, you're just the leader of a pod of whales.
3: It's a bit of everything.
1: I mean, you guys aren't that big. You guys remember that
2: band, P.O.D.? Uh, Yes. (laughs) You are the front man of pod. Yep. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, I'm not a very good singer so I wouldn't be <laughs> neither was he <laughs> yeah but he would have to be a bit better than me at least
0: but we've, we've got auto-tune for that these days anyway
1: true yeah. true I can be the next Justin Bieber you know I've, I've missed the age bracket by a little bit but you know there's still time there's still time oh, you, 27 you
2: certainly got the looks though let's be honest oh, and course. the voice and the voice oh,
1: oh yeah of course and the charisma <laughs> No, not the charisma the full just full package. Yeah, not the charisma dan, just everything else. Yeah.
3: <laughs> is is this the, the this the part in the show where we all pack on compliments and try and see how uncomfortable we can make Drew? <laughs> yes. I'm
1: all, I'm yes. already pretty uncomfortable. I don't take compliments very well at all. So I'm one of those people like you know, I, I came to the conclusion a long time ago. If someone says something nice, just go, Yeah, thank you very much. Whereas before I'll be like, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm shit. <laughs> Don't say yeah. that about me. But you know, just yeah, thank you very much, boys, for the compliments. And so, no. um, you guys are all wearing nice hats. I feel like I'm the only <laughs> one not wearing a hat. Look, oh, I had this, is had that this. like
2: the only compliment you could come to the rest <laughs> of us? You're all wearing nice hats.
1: Oh, you're wearing beautiful hats. God, Dan's got a backwards cap on. You boys got beanies on. Wonderful stuff. Love you're
2: it. how charismatic and good-looking you are. And you're like, well, you, you guys just, fall. are
0: just
3: trying to, trying to
2: show hats.
3: You're know those things that aren't typically you, but you've added them to your person. <laughs> those are good. Yeah, you're nothing oh.
1: without the hats, boys, let's be honest. Brilliant. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: no, I've missed you very
1: much, Drew. It's good to have you back. Yeah, thank you. It's the first podcast I've done since I've been back. So Ooh. if I can't speak properly, that's why. I haven't um, talked yeah. in two weeks. Um. Haven't talked to It's Just been very quiet. Been just (laughs) a bit of sign language here and there. But but apart from that, signs. Yeah, signs. Yeah. Um, Gang signs. I'm like a limo driver. Just like yes, no. (laughs) And just (laughs) if it's not a yes or no answer, I can't answer. (laughs) I like it. You should.
3: You should just get like a little blackboard with a bit of chalk on a string. So anywhere you go, you don't have to. You talk. You just write down on your, your blackboard necklace, what you want to say. Mm. So it keeps the vocal cords fresh for the next podcast.
1: I appreciate that. But why a blackboard? Why not a whiteboard? It seems a lot more, you know, a whiteboard's a lot cleaner. Let's just, let's be honest.
3: Blackboards are usually a bit bigger. And mm. um, I, I
2: like <laughs> the texture of chalk in my hands. I so. think you could get them any size you yeah. want, either of
0: them. And plus, if, if you run into someone who annoys you down the street, you can just run your fingernails
2: down the chalkboard just yeah. to annoy them. Defense <laughs> mechanism. Did, did you guys, mechanism me is shuddering at the thought of that
1: <laughs> just takes me back to the days of like you know uh i think it was english in primary school where we have to go out and like write words on the asphalt and you just got like this massive wad of chalk and you're writing the words it just felt awful like you could it really did just yeah <sighs> i don't like the feeling of chalk
2: on blackboard in the first place and then you go and put it on the asphalt and you're like.
1: Yeah, no, not for me. It's a great ASMR experience, though. Just being able to like, it sounds nice. Like, you got to be honest, takes you back to early, early school.
3: Spare a moment for all the gymnasts that have to like bury their hands in chalk before they get on the rings. Oh, I think it's chalk. Chalk toss in the air, sort of thing. Some form. It's just yeah
2: they do it to numb their hands. <laughs>
3: <laughs> numb the pain of going through life as a gymnast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, Golly. It's poor gymnast. All right. This just derailed very quickly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> as it does when
1: I'm on board. Now, I appreciate it. So, guys, let's uh, jump in and try and crack each other's furphy. Yeah, that's a nice furphy. I had that crack right. Crack
0: a furphy, crack
1: a beer. Actually, I've got my, my furphy over here. I better go and get it.
2: Oh, can he reach? He can. Oh, he's got the curly cord. He can definitely reach. Oh, I got a oh, curly cord. Yeah. <gasps> he's staying true to form.
1: Yeah, I got a. He's going to be the
2: only one because I'm on. A, <laughs> I'm actually on the CCs tonight. Oh, it's a special occasion, and I just want you all to know that I now have two open cans because I already had one open, and I brought a second one <laughs> in case we started before I finished the first, just so <laughs> I could do the crack effect.
0: Ah. You got the fruit chock, is it? I, choc fru- I got the fruit I got the fruit sour. Apricot Ooh. peach sour. Got a fruit Australian sponge. Wow, I see. It's 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 an interesting taste. Um
1: it sounds like a good uh, milkshake. I don't know about it. <laughs> like
2: or a smoothie, maybe. <laughs> yeah.
0: I had, had the had the white chocolate raspberry fruit chalk ale. Got a fruit chalk stout and a dark cherry fruit chalk stout in the fridge, but I think I thought I went to go something lighter tonight.
1: That could, yeah, that that actually sounds pretty nice.
2: Hmm. It's not bad, but I'm not going to be rushing out to drink it every time. Uh, I am drinking, apart from the CC, the other drink that I have is a gold Woodstock.
1: (laughs) Jesus, you going going out hunting tonight or what? (laughs) (laughs) Hunting for birthdays. Hunting (laughs)
2: snowflakes.
3: (laughs) 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 Jesus. All right. Who?
2: All right. Who before I get cancelled,
3: can we
1: move on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All, all, all those snowflakes out there. But oh, bloody! You're gonna melt a ash. Oh, buddy.
3: Oh. <laughs> We're all rushing out to buy camo right now, and like laying down in fields so he doesn't spot them.
1: <laughs> oh, far out.
2: Mm. All right. Um, can I? Nominate myself to go first this week.
1: No, Dan goes Ash, first. I nominate you. <laughs> yes, Ash, you go first.
2: <laughs> so there is no want to go first because I threw these together very, very quickly at the last second. Both of the true stories are from the same source and I have a feeling that they might show up in other people's. So if I go first, that can't happen. <laughs> I
1: okay. love it, Ash.
2: All right, story number one. Space Station supplies ship sending pizza delivery to International Space Station. Story number two, Kanye West's new album, Donda, allegedly contains Latin satanic chanting in several songs when reversed and slowed. I'll be upset if that isn't real. (laughs) Story number three, man who broke into SeaWorld tells Court he just wanted to see the seals.
1: I can relate to that. (laughs) I was watching a video earlier today where this, like, I don't know if it was a dugon or... There's a bloody... It must have been a... No, it's a walrus. This massive walrus is belting up this car and this man's just like staring at it just like, what the fuck do I do? <laughs> <laughs> you just
2: take the L at that point, don't you? Like, well, I, now I need a new car.
1: Imagine trying to shift the walrus, just like just pushing into it.
2: Imagine I, filling out
0: the insurance claim on that. Yeah. <laughs> hello, hello, SGRC, an elephant seal just destroyed my
2: vehicle. <laughs> I'd be like the Amy ads where it's like the guy just like pressing it on his phone. But except it's instead of like the house catching fire, it's a walrus destroying his car. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hmm.
2: hmm.
3: I mean, I want to believe in Daddy Jeff Bezos taking pizza to the stars. I wanna
0: believe in Kanye West putting secret messages into Donda.
2: Um, just for the record, I never mentioned anything to do with Amazon or Jeff Bezos <laughs> <laughs> that story. Yeah, I know, but if it was anyone, it'd be him, you know? He's
1: just putting stuff he wants to believe in. He's like, you know, I really want to believe in myself. I think I can do it. New story. I've uncovered the truth, boys. I mean, I really want to believe there's a man who loves seals that much. But like the idea of not paying the ticket price is just insulting. Like there's a lot of work <laughs> that goes into the training of these marine animals and just the habitats and everything and you got to pay for your ticket, man. You can't just go in there. You got to well, really or, help it.
0: Or maybe maybe he's, he's he still wanted to see the seals but he didn't feel moral, morally right paying SeaWorld. Mm, no, that's that, fair. Yeah. Trying
2: to take have his cake and eat it too. Maybe he's just really skint. But really,
1: really wanted to see those seals. Maybe he just find his own fucking seals if he doesn't want to go to SeaWorld, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, <laughs> just go down to Banner, get yourself some
3: some roof sealant and just do a little squiggly out the back in in the shape of a marine animal. I knew
2: <laughs> where that was going as soon as you said go down to Banner and I just I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate me do. too.
3: Yeah. I'm wearing a bonnings hat. Oh. <laughs> For those here in Adelaide, got <laughs> the, the roof seal adds as well. So Oh, that's true. The guy the seal and the overalls. The seal and the overalls. Yes. Um, mm. all right. Where oh, where where do we think we're going? Because I think we should try and if not unanimous a uh, uh, two out of three vote to see which is which is or, a here. Or,
0: or we could all just go one different one to make sure one of us gets us right gets it right <laughs> and that's and the worst
2: way that's like going to a horse race and betting on every horse <laughs>
1: <laughs> I shotgun the seal I want I want the seal I just want to choose it man
3: you want that to be the first
1: yeah
0: you want that to be fake
1: yeah man I want it to be fake
0: well
3: yeah.
1: I
0: I haven't listened to Donda um I think Kanye is a bit of a Egotistical maniac, but I can 100% see him putting in backwards Latin chants into his music.
1: Hmm. I can see that, that too. That's
0: very plausible to me.
3: So that's not the furphy that you're picking, Dan?
0: I'm, I'm thinking... I'm I reckon leaning it's the pizza. Towards, I reckon it's the pizza. Imagine how
2: <laughs> old just...
0: and how bad that pizza would be by the time <laughs> it gets to the space station.
2: So... Tom and Dan are both going
0: with the
3: pizza? I'm are you going with the, the pizza, pizza as well, Tom? Yeah, yeah. I have a funny feeling you're going to say it's Donda if we go this way, but yes, I'm going, going, Space and Station Drew's pizza. going
2: for the seals. <clears throat> well, I can confirm, excuse me, I can confirm that the Furphy was Kanye's new album, uh, Donda, <laughs> allegedly containing Latin satanic chants. Play, <laughs> played us like a fiddle.
3: Oh, it was oh, so believable that I knew the moment that I said something. I saw a yep. tiny little grin on your face. I'm like, oh, you read I that can't change face. It now.
2: I put it's these fun. together in about two minutes and I got all three of you with it. Pretty happy with that. Okay, so would you like to hear about the man who broke into SeaWorld or the space station at all? I think Drew would like to hear about the SeaWorld seals. Oh, please. <laughs> 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 Give it those seals. <laughs> Give me one moment and I will let you know. So, a man has been handed a, handed a hefty fine after he was found trespassing late at night at SeaWorld on the Gold Coast earlier this month. The man represented himself in a Southport court today where he pleaded guilty to trespassing. He'd been captured on CCTV jumping the fence to the theme park at 9.40pm February 10th. He told the magistrate that he wasn't drunk and just wanted to see the seals. <laughs> Oh, he was only fined eight hundred dollars.
3: Um, I mean, eight hundred bucks isn't like a pocket change.
2: It's I it's like for doing something like that though. When you like, a lot of people would be doing a lot of stupid stuff if they did break in there. But he was just I, admiring the marine sea life. Oh, that's what he told them he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is from Nine News. Yeah, that's I actually expected the fine to be in the multiples of thousands. It was only $100. bucks. i would probably do that for some intimate seal time. <laughs> 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 if
1: you put it yeah, that I way.
2: <laughs> would you? anybody like to hear about the space station or are we good with that one?
0: What sort of pizza was it? I'm too hurt. Too are we talking more. ham and pineapple or are you talking barbecue meat lovers?
2: Okay, so oh. American multinational aerospace company North Group Grumman's Latest space station delivery includes pizza for seven. The company's Cygnus cargo ship rocketed away from Virginia's eastern shore on Tuesday. It should reach the International Space Station on Thursday. Um, Well, it's pizza for seven, so I would assume that there are multiple pizzas. The 3,700-kilogram shipment includes fresh apples, tomatoes, kiwi, along with a pizza kit and a cheese smorgasbord for the seven astronauts. This is a pretty weird headline, actually, because they sent a lot that's, of food, but they've only picked out the pizza Yeah, that's the headline. Yeah. And they have to make it themselves. I yeah, they made thought it that sound like 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 it the cheese like smorgasbord would have been a more interesting headline <laughs> if they were going to pick one thing. But. See, they made that sound like it was like a Domino's delivery or something. Yeah, that's what I th- that's why I thought it was interesting. That's why I chose it. But that's also from mm-hmm. 9 News.
0: Yeah, there you go. There are French and
3: Italian people outraged by this development
1: <laughs> I mean everyone just loves pizza so I guess that's uh, a yeah. good enough reason
0: this is very true hmm. food of champions yeah. all right who wants to go next I
1: reckon you can Dan I
0: yeah. think I've just volunteered <laughs> <laughs> all right story number one drunk tourist in the Italian Alps accidentally climbs mountain instead of returning to his hotel hmm <laughs> Story number two, hidden World War One lair revealed as a glacier melts in the Swiss Alps. And story number three, snowboarder in the Swiss Alps survives avalanche by outrunning it.
2: Oof.
0: He's got to be one
3: of them Usain Bolt kind of blokes.
2: <laughs> I think he might have. By outrunning, he might have been on a snowboard yeah. when it happened. Snow, <laughs> like, no. he was just <laughs> running was his legs. He had the right, tennis right, racket wide to his feet, you know. He <laughs> doesn't
0: even have the tab, the tennis because He's just running through the snow, and he's managed to outrun it.
2: <laughs> just Chuck Norris did through the snow. Like, Chuck Norris would have turned and faced the avalanche <laughs> and won.
1: Got <laughs> his beard to punch it. It would have just like <laughs> melted in front of him just before it even got to him.
2: Uh, so my initial thoughts is that the World War II layer sounds very very plausible because I think Germany were heavily in, involved in this in Switzerland and during firing World the Panzer Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was Gary Oldman. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so I am I think I'm just going to go with one. I'm going to go with the snowboard one because unless that's the slowest avalanche ever, I just am not sure you could possibly outrun an avalanche.
3: I'm going to flip you on your head and I'm going to go as the first one. I'm going to say it was the drunk man climbs the mountain instead of going to his hotel room.
1: Mm.
0: And Drewby, the podfather.
1: <laughs> I reckon I might go number one as well, but... People can do some dumb shit when they're drunk, though, so surely they, they could manage that. But
0: yeah. Oh, all right. Well, we'll see how it goes. People, people can do some dumb shit when they're drunk because that one was true. Ooh. Ash has picked the furfy. Oh, hey, Ash.
1: Jesus Christ, man.
2: My hot streak continues. Just... <laughs> <laughs> would, would you like to hear about this drunk mountain climber? I would love to hear about yeah. the drunk mountaineer, please.
0: An Estonian man visiting the Alps in Italy became heavily intoxicated couldn't find his hotel and ended up climbing a mountain. Usually, an episode involving intoxication results in the drunk in question just sort of falling down. (laughs) Really, does an alcohol-fueled situation involve things heading in the opposite direction? Except on Tuesday, apparently, when in the Alps in Italy, an Estonian tourist only known as Pavel managed a feat that not many could achieve while sober. Instead of heading to his hotel, he wound up climbing a nearby mountain. Normally, tourists would be aware of street inclines when in a foreign land. However, in this case, Pavel was so drunk after a few glasses in the resort town of Servigne in Valle de Costa, when he took a wrong turn walking back to the hotel, he didn't even notice he was increasing his attitude with every step he took. In (laughs) fact, his path turned out not to be a street at all. But the 20 kilometer Ventina, one of the longest ski runs in ski, ski runs in the Alps. Oh
2: my God
0: where skiers start hitting the slopes at its apex around 2,400 meters above sea level. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I know I'm drunk, but it's getting bloody hard to breathe up. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very, very impressive. anybody uh,
2: else's eyeballs feel like they're going to explode. <laughs> What was he um,
0: drinking as well that just got him that drunk?
2: Just want to put this out there. I know that all of us have or do play sports or have played sports in the past. Mm-hmm. Have any of you ever gotten like really, really, really drunk and then played the next day?
0: Oh, and yeah. still it's not been it's not fun, pretty
2: drunk? I've played some of the best games I've ever played in <laughs> footy when I've been like still Semicu- pretty drunk so i could definitely see that happening
1: yeah, last weekend with soccer i had a couple of drinks because it was um bryce's birthday so I went over there for a couple of drinks And i played soccer and i'm like yeah i might actually play better you know but uh no i just got puffed out a lot quicker so. <laughs> there's a difference between getting there if you're hung over
2: like if you've sobered up that makes that's definitely makes you very exhausted very quickly but mm. if you're still drunk then you're just like you don't know your limits. You, you, <laughs> you don't you know where go, you are. <laughs> You've
3: got to go to that perfect golden hour, the, the 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 point where you're still drunk and you're slowly starting to realise eh, I'm not so drunk anymore. And that bit where you start to feel hungover. There's like that little perfect ratio, the golden zone.
2: It's like the golden hour for filming, except it's <laughs> <for> playing sports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, there was a, there was one time where. Uh, my mate and I, we had a big time out in Mount Gambia and the next day I had, had soccer tra- or a soccer game in the afternoon and I reckon that was the sickest I've ever been. I, I woke up, went to the toilet and I passed out as I was going to the toilet. <laughs> my hand went through like his parents' um, like paper, oh, sorry, toilet paper, dispensers, absolutely smashed it. <laughs> <laughs> so basically i had to wait like as long as i could to drive back cuz it was like a half an hour drive to get there so it was pretty messy and, and it was funny too actually that was a good game we actually we won by four <laughs> goals i think i might have actually got a goals against it was against yeah, you- it was against sharks tom back in the day oh right and yeah. we like we yeah, you- we won by a fair bit so maybe there is something to that maybe that yeah, was yeah, my yeah, golden yeah there's a bit of merit time. to it and, i'm yeah.
2: telling you yeah. it's a golden <laughs> zone. <laughs>
0: yeah Right. Maybe we'll do we about. want to hear about the World War I bunker or do we want to move on?
2: Oh, I'd like to hear a little bit about it. I yeah. just want that
1: sort of stuff interests me. Yeah. Whole history lesson, Dan. We've got two hours. So. <laughs> well, welcome,
2: <laughs> welcome to History with Dan. Researchers
0: have recovered a treasure trove of World War I artifacts from a cave shelter in northern Italy revealed by the melting of a glacier. During the war, the cave shelter housed 20 Austrian soldiers stationed at Mount Scoluso. Uh Scoluzia? I don't know. On the Alpine front, close to the famous Stelvio Pass, historian Stefano Morosini told CSN. While people knew people knew the shelter existed, researchers were only able to enter it in 2017 as the surrounding glacier melted, added Mr. Morissini, who was scientific coordinator, blah blah blah. Inside they found food, dishes, and jackets made from animal skins, illustrating very poor daily life of the soldiers who had to deal with extreme environmental conditions, such as temperatures going below minus forty.
2: Do you ever wonder what this like soldiers positioned in places like that were doing? Like they surely had no strategic Vantage at any point in the war, they were just sort of there. Like, why were they there? Why did they build that bunker? Anyway, that's just
3: <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're just they just want that double danger rate for the family back home, <laughs> you know? They're just
0: trying to provide, man. Yeah, they're just metal hunting.
2: <laughs> get that metal on a purple heart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the, well, like, they get the purple heart and they get a purple heart from being <laughs> in the skull for that long. <laughs> Very true.
2: I like that. I like that.
0: Uh, Daddy Drew,
3: do you want to go next or do you want me to jump in with some furfies? Uh,
1: You go next, man. We'll go around in this uh, clockwise rotation. This
3: is a beautiful friend circle
2: that we have.
1: Yeah, it's like a primary school playing duck, duck, goose, but we're just not in person. For anybody
2: listening that's not watching our pictures on the screen are going around clockwise for what Drew's saying, because otherwise that would make no sense. True, true. Thank you for that. I don't even
3: understand what's happening because you just are all (laughs) fixed in one spot.
2: (laughs) No, that's what I mean, is that like it's me and then it's Dan Dan. and then it's you and then it's Drew. Drew, It's clockwise on the screen. So we um, got
0: Drew top left, Ash, I'm fuckface top right, <laughs> Dan bottom right, and Tom bottom left.
1: All right, Dan, I'm- why are you so? Why'd you just call Ash a fuckface? All right, there's no need for that. <laughs>
2: Let's get it all out. <laughs> so, okay, my display name in this chat room is Ash brackets fuckface, but it was just, it was Goose Goose when I joined. And then I looked at everyone else and it was like, everyone else is using that name. I should probably change it. <laughs> So I changed it to Ash
1: Brackets Fuckface. Yep, full name, full name. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to have. There's no it was middle quite name. Quite
0: awkward when they went to name him on his birth certificate, and they had Fuckface as his middle name.
2: It's really <laughs> weird that they use parentheses as well on the birth certificate, <laughs> but I don't know. My parents were drunk. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. Uh, headline number one. Shall I do what I normally do and give you a little bit of a read up? Um, as I go, or should I just headlines? And if you want to ask questions, we'll go well, from there. Just well, do it I how
2: you
0: can, want to do it, yeah. honestly. I think you've gone to the effort, so you can as well do it how you want. Yeah.
3: All right. Um, first headline is paint absorbs 99% of light, kills house plants. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the second headline is pie calculated to a new record of 62.8 trillion digits. And the next one scientists transform water into shiny golden metal.
0: Ah, oh, King Midas is a scientist now.
3: <laughs> if wow. You've got any any okay. questions? I can give you a little bit of information that I is ever this, so lovingly create every week. <laughs>
0: is this black? Is this the, the Ventra Black? Phenomenon? Uh, in the, the write up, it says that it's
3: black 3.0. So. Um, I don't know if many of you guys know, there was a guy that created apparently the blackest black on earth and he didn't want to share it with anyone. So he got it patented. Um, The people that make black 3.0 are a rival company. They started off making the pinkest pink on earth and not selling it and selling it to everyone, but the guy that that made the blackest black and then since have been crowdfunded and have gone back and made black 3.0, which is now
0: proven to be the blackest black on earth. Um,
3: this is a-
2: pettiness to a new level. I'm <laughs> loving this. Um, so there's,
0: there's the bean in Chicago, which I think was designed off the top of my head by that dickhead who <laughs> wouldn't give away the patents. And then yep. everyone so often now and then will graffiti the bean because he designed it in the pink that everyone else is allowed to touch but him. Yep.
3: Uh, what was number two again, sorry? Number two was pi calculated to a new record of 62.8 trillion digits. Uh, it took a supercomputer 108 days to run the calculations, and researchers in Switzerland are set to break the record for the most precise value of the mathematical constant pi.
1: Hmm. You're right.
0: And then we've got the King <laughs> no <Midas>. idea. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got we've got the King Midas water.
3: Yes. In a mind-bending experiment, scientists transfio- transformed purified water into metal. ...for a few fleeting seconds, thus allowing the liquid to conduct electric... I mean, water already uh, conducts electricity, but unfiltered water can already conduct electricity, meaning negatively charged electrons can easily flow between molecules, because unfiltered water contains salts, according to the statement about the new study. However, purified water contains only water molecules... Whose outermost electrons remain bound to the designated atoms, and thus they can't flow freely through the water. I see Ash scratching his chin, and he's like, There's too many scientific terms in that. Makes me think <laughs> that's the furphy.
2: No, there's actually the complete that. opposite. I'm an electrician, and that is very scientifically accurate. So it makes me think that it's true. See, I don't I know about enough. the transforming to metal bit but that seems like you've gone through too much effort to do a write-up if it's fake but you do this to us <laughs> as well which <laughs> science, <laughs> so.
0: i didn't pay enough attention in year eight science to be able to d- differentiate so the old and switch
2: i'm just a massive weird <sighs> person i love physics for some reason and i also am an electrician like an auto electrician so I just know that stuff about electricity. Um, I don't know about the turning water into metal bit. That sounds very strange. I don't know how they would do that, but also down to the little too alchemic for me. the problem I have with that is going into the science a bit deeper is that like atomically water can't be changed. It's just a matter of equivalent exchange or (laughs) (laughs) all right, Alphonse, slow down. Um, (laughs) God, I have no idea. Look, I'm just going to say that that one sounds too scientifically accurate to me to be wrong. And now you've done this to me in the past and it's been (laughs) the furfy. but I'm going to rule that one out for myself. Okay, okay. Drew, what are you thinking of (sighs) I'm going to go with number two. Number two? With the pie one.
3: Who doesn't like pie?
1: (laughs) Yeah, see, uh, I don't know. Fucking, it's over my head, mate. Over my head. <laughs> uh,
3: I'm I'm immediately ruling out.
0: I'm immediately ruling out the first one. I think Black 3.0 was real. I think I've seen that cross across my feed once or twice. So I'm between Pi and King Midas.
1: I'm gonna go with number two because uh, why not? <laughs> <laughs> All right.
2: So what did you go with,
1: Ash? I went with number two. I'm, so, all going for number two. Oh, we're all going I'm number gonna two. Go, oh, I'm okay. going to
0: go point number three as a point of difference.
3: Yeah, man. Okay. I
1: didn't all going number two.
0: Um,
3: I can tell you that Furphy was uh, number one. Pain absorbs <laughs> 99% of light and kills houseplants. So some, Someone on my Facebook feed has been lying to me. No, no, no. See, this is what I do. I cleverly weave the truth within the lies. The black 3.0 is a real thing, but there's been no proof that it's killed houseplants or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I had a write-up <laughs> saying that there was a, an art student that went to Maryland Institute College of Art and uh, photographed her plant slowly decaying next to a canvas that she painted with black 3.0. Well played, sir, well played. So
2: the only reason I didn't think that that one was a chance was the chat that you and Dan had at the start talking about the companies and stuff. I was like, well, that's obviously real then.
1: <sighs> Fucking hell, Dan.
2: Boy, you threw us off, mate. This is all you're to Tom.
3: I take this too seriously, I think. Like, I spent a good <laughs> hour on this today. I'm like, how can I get
2: them? Well, it went well. You did say before we started that you had good furfies, and you weren't wrong.
1: Yeah, that's a delicious furfy, Tom. <clears throat> I'm, cho- I'm choking Thank on my own furfy, actually. Uh, well,. Since you spent so much time on your furphy, um, let's jump into mine, which I spent uh, barely any time on. But this is, a, this is mainly <laughs> to get a laugh out of you boys. So let's see how we go. So the first one is uh, Zachary Rolfe to, be, to uh, find out morning of trial whether it will proceed. Um, he's up for a murder trial. Um, the next one is uh, unable to go to his auntie's funeral because of COVID, an Australian farmer made a giant love heart from sheep. And where's oh no, where's my Furphy gone? Oh, here it is boys.
0: Oh the town is it. killing me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so this one is uh the the auntie of Zachary Rolf's uh, funeral um went went off without a hitch. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Number one and number three again please. <laughs> <laughs>
0: is, is the farmer who made the love heart Also named Zachary Rolfe? The plot thickens
1: so, The first one's Zachary Rolf To find out morning of trial Whether it will proceed The second one was unable to go To his aunt's funeral because of COVID An Australian farmer made a giant love heart From sheep Number three was uh, the auntie's funeral uh, went off with a hitch, and she was murdered by Zachary Roth.
2: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: uh, I just um, I love putting such a dumb one out <laughs> after such a sophisticated one. <laughs> I mean, it
2: took me so long in my mind to work out at like what they were and how they worked together. I
1: had it, I had it written down, but uh, it disappeared. I'm oh fuck!
2: <laughs> I also just um, noticed that halfway through that when you were like, when you oh, read yeah, the I
1: first know. two, before yeah. you said the
2: third one, you said, oh, where's my furry god? <laughs> no.
1: After I said that, I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, well.
2: <laughs> so I'm going to go with number two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Or, or is he
0: bluffing us with that line? The mind games continue. I'm going I'm to go with number one. I'm going to go with number three. <laughs> I'm going to go with number
3: three. Oh, something's going to be different.
1: Mm. Um, it's actually kind of crazy here, boys, but the third is number three.
2: <laughs> hey! i knew i actually did know number two though i read that at some yes. point through the week i don't even know why but i did yeah Here's i know
1: why because it was, cool. it was on nine news.com that's why <laughs> <laughs> I, I got i got mine i got mine from time.com just to be a bit different you know don't kind have the same headline that you probably saw unless you're going on time.com all the time um but this one's actually all, quite all the time.com uh, all the time.com time. <laughs> i love that song <laughs> <laughs> what would they be saying all the time? Would you be like a history site or something? All the time.com. It's a
2: t- Time's a magazine, so it's probably
1: yeah. yeah, time time is. I'm just saying all the time.com.
2: Oh, so okay. I'll find out. I'm just gonna type that in right now. Yeah, it's gonna be like meat spins or something. Good luck,
0: Dan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys want to hear about mm. my two dumb stories? We're having, or we're
3: having uh, the third one, one. one, but um yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, I've already read number two. Uh, number one, I don't know anything about. Is that yeah. COVID related, number one? Who's Zachary Rolfe?
1: Um, so I read. I know nothing about this. I literally just got. Because I, I spent. Um, <laughs> just for the audience, I spent my time before we started to work out this goddamn live streaming stuff. So the <laughs> actual content of the show suffered. I'm sorry, boys. Um, <laughs> so the article reads The High Court of Australia has reserved the decision to grant a a state application for the murder of Zachary Rolfe. Uh, the prosecution made the last minute bid to put the trial on hold after a separate application to the high court was made to appeal an early decision handed down by the Supreme Court of Northern Territory. In that decision, the full court ruled Mr. Ralph's legal team can argue a defense which uh, protects police officers from criminal uh, uh, liability for acts done in good faith while performing their duties. So I'm actually not quite sure, like, what's going on here, to be honest.
2: <laughs> Very- so it sounds like a <laughs> shot Pardon him, me Is there- <laughs> he was being a danger public. It was a police officer and yeah. he's obviously done something to stop somebody or to help somebody else that was being attacked by somebody. He's intervened in some form of situation in doing so has accidentally. done I don't even know, know that it's accidentally because it's a murder case and it's not manslaughter. I don't know I don't know that's a weird one and I haven't heard anything about it so, I mean to be
3: fair he was slowly feeding him rat poison over a period of six months but
0: it was all for the good of Australia it was for the, for the good of the people self defence
1: yeah, exactly yeah this feeding guy him I was rat poison for self defence
2: toilet paper on the roll the wrong way around he had to be dealt
0: with <laughs> you're, you're acquitted you're free to go a true criminal <laughs>
1: So they Mr. say
0: he. They say he enjoyed banana on pizza. So they were just like, "This guy's has to be removed from the gene pool." <laughs> oh Jesus! He
2: puts some milk in the bowl before the cereal. <laughs> Let's face it. This guy was going to end up being the real murderer. <laughs> I, I love know. the idea of like, just like the astronomical odds of. This happening, but just like if it was, and like one of our twenty listeners happens to be the family of the people that this guy <laughs> murdered. And oh, Jesus gonna be real bad.
1: Yeah, never <laughs> thought they're of just
2: that. Like, how
1: dare you? Fucking hell! That, yeah, that might that's actually a good maybe thing to keep in mind. <laughs> <laughs> we're putting something out there. Who knows? Be I mean,
2: fair, we don't know who this guy is. We don't know what he's done. I, we're just making like baseless jokes, Really? I
1: mean, what? Yeah. It's basically what you said. Um, he was an indigenous man who was killed by police. So, Mr. R- he was accu- accused of murdering a 19-year-old um, during an attempted arrest in a remote community of um, of the Northern Territory in 2019. So, um, yeah, I guess police dealt with him, and that's that's what happened, and still going today. But yeah, sad story. Well, well, I actually, I hope it was well. a very somber end know. to that funny <laughs> round. <laughs>
2: Yeah, now
0: I feel quite sad.
2: Mm. Yeah, well, oh, man. well, that brings Kraken uh, furphys to a. <laughs> <laughs> I hope yes. you all go and cry.
1: You guys, don't have any more stories you want to put out? You just want to do one each?
2: Well, I mean, actually, I've got Tom more. had a second round. Yeah, yeah, yeah Tom, I did
1: not. Personally. Tom's got the good ones. Like, yeah, yeah, we need to. I need to take a page out of Tom's book.
2: You
3: want, you want me to crack another lot? Yeah, yeah give yeah. us your
1: second round. Why not? Right.
3: Okay. So, first up, we have Humpback Whale swallows lobster diver, spits him out. Doesn't taste too good. Um, second headline is exemption to be made for China's elite esports hopefuls. And lastly, it's so hot in Dubai, the government is artificially creating rainstorms.
0: They all sound plausible.
2: I know personally that one of them is true. I won't share which one it is, but I know personally one of them is true. So it's 50-50 for me. But yeah, you're right. The other two definitely sound plausible.
1: I like the idea of the humpback whale just like spitting it out. Could you imagine what that will feel oh. like? <laughs> I'll have that. No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: I've, I've, I've got a little bit uh, written up for each of them if you want to hear a little bit more. Mm, That'll be good. Yes, please. As, as I do. Um, humpback whale recently swallowed a Cape Cod lobster diver. This is a highly unusual event, but one expert told Live Science that there are certain types of behaviours that could have led to the man being swallowed, such as diving too close to the whale's normal food. Michael Packard was 45 feet or 15 metres deep, in the coastal waters of Provincetown, Massachusetts, on Friday, June the 11th, when he was suddenly gulped inside the mouth of enormous marine animal. Uh, His quote says, All of a sudden, I felt this huge bump and everything went dark, he told WBZ TV News. Um... Right up for the China's eSport hopefuls is after announcing the restrictions placed upon online game time for the youth of China, I'm going to butcher this name, Yinghua Chen is a director of Allied eSports Entertainment and is lobbying to arrange an exemption to the eSport elites. Oh, sorry, elite eSport athletes amidst uncertainties of the government's latest statement. And lastly, it's so hot in Dubai that the government is artificially creating rainstorms. Um, With temperatures in Dubai regularly surpassing 115 degrees Fahrenheit, the government has decided to take control of the scorching weather. Scientists in the United Arab Emirates are making it rain artificially using electrical charges from drones to manipulate the weather and force
1: rainfall across the desert nation. I'm going to go number 3 mainly because um you okay. don't play God. No. Yeah, you don't play God. Yeah. I'm I'm also leaning towards
0: number 3 cuz it's a design- oh, designate. Look, look at
1: Ash's face, Dan. What's that? Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, that's uh, a that's a valid point. Oh, what are you doing there? I, I feel like
0: I, I feel <laughs> like I've heard something about a humpback whale swallowing someone before, but now I'm wary based on what Tom pulled last round. That's what I do. So the season mm. of doubt. And what he- are you thinking,
3: Ash?
1: He's going to give it away though. He's going to say the one that it isn't.
2: Yeah, I'm not going to say which one it isn't. Um, (laughs) I'm leaning towards number three as well because originally I was leaning towards number two.
1: you are you pulling that face in when we say number three? What are you fucking doing to us? (laughs) The only reason I'm leaning towards
2: number three is because I very, for some odd reason, I very vividly remember that China has actually made artificial rain before before the 2008 Beijing Olympics because of how bad their smog was in Beijing. They were making artificial rain to try and deal with it. But that's not even close to how they did it, which is why I'm thinking that that might not be true. But then again, that was a long time ago. Maybe it's just easier to do it this way now. I okay. don't know.
0: But the water water's still got to come from somewhere and it's a desert <laughs> nation. <laughs>
1: He's got it. Well, I'm going to stay with number three because
0: yeah, I'm going to go with number three. Go too, with
1: the gut. Too good at this, Tom. What the fuck? I'm going
0: to, <laughs> for a point of difference, I'm going to go with number two.
3: All right. Well, I can I can gladly say that number two is the Furphy. Well done, Dan. Uh-huh. All well done, Dan. All well done. Well done. You last oh, minute pivoting that's the last
2: bastard as well. What? What was number two again? Number the two.
0: The Chinese eSport.
2: Yes. So, which yeah. almost
0: sounded like too low scale compared to the other two.
2: Yeah, I was originally going to go with that just because I was like, I don't think anybody would dare to oppose a government law in China. (laughs) But then when you said how they were doing the storm thing, I was like, oh, that just does not sound at all how I remember it being done when it was done in Beijing. No,
3: apparently that's legit. meteorologic meteorology, I can't say that word. (laughs) Meteorologist? That word. Officials released f- video footage this week showing a downpour over Razal Al as well as several other regions. The new method of cloud seeding shows promise in helping to mitigate drought conditions worldwide without as many environmental concerns as previous methods involved uh, involving salt flares.
2: Well, that's probably what they were doing in China because I remember they were shooting some sort of like little rocket into the sky that would like burst and... I think that's what they were doing where They were seeding the clouds mm. And it was make it rain So that must have been what they were doing back then The salt flares Yeah. Weird They'd that make... I remember that How long ago was that? <laughs> what is it? 2021 That was 13, 13 years ago Spicy Admittedly, if you
0: guys hadn't picked before me I probably also would have gone point number three So, <laughs> Well,
2: there you go Well, Tom, you're too good at this <laughs> It bothers me yeah, we're gonna have to yeah. kick him off.
1: we just asking. Leagues ahead.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I don't Streets know. Streets
0: ahead.
3: You guys, you guys are. You guys do it in such a different way that I approach this that it it it's still exciting and it's still like, am I going to get this right? I don't think I've really. I don't think I've guessed one of Ashes correctly in like three weeks. So <laughs> there's strength in simplicity. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I just tend
2: to overthink things sometimes as well. But I don't know. I reckon apart from last week, I have not gotten a single one of yours. Hot streak, man. Hot streak. Well, there you have it.
1: There you have it. Well,
2: there you have it.
1: I think that brings us to the end of the show, boys. Thank you very much for joining us. Anything else we'd we'll like to talk about before we run away? Oh, is there, there no rap in the bar this week? I do I haven't seen him, but... I don't know. Have you any, any of oh, you guys taking seen a him? week off? Nah, he's he's had a few weeks off. He wasn't in the last
2: couple of weeks, actually. He's been lazy, that rep. He, he's having, I, having
1: a few weeks of sobriety. I think he's, um
3: <laughs> I think he actually came down with COVID and he's been locking down pretty hard. <laughs> oh, Jesus.
1: You're right. Fella. I wish I you give him, good right. luck, Mr. Furfy Rep. Right? I'll to give him a phone call next week. Just make sure he was all right.
3: Possibly okay. he was in New, uh, New South Wales. So, <laughs> mm.
2: no, nah, he's just partying with Gladys. You know the drill. Oh, Gladys. <laughs>
3: i got a grudge against her, but Mm. lockdown will be extended to
2: 2072. (laughs) (laughs) If anybody doesn't know that, that was a clip of a news reporter who went to say, I think she went to say at least the 20th of September but for some reason said twenty seventy-two during the broadcast. No, I haven't seen that. Uh. <laughs> it was for the Victoria's the lockdown in Victoria. they just like Dan Andrews has announced lockdown in Victoria will be <laughs> extended until 2072. <laughs> Everyone's just looking at
1: the TV. Fuck. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's also a great video that I sent to a heap of people. It was like a TikTok one. It was sent to me. I don't have TikTok. Don't judge me. Um, of, like <laughs> Gladys Berejikli and it was like people had cut and pasted all of her uh, news conferences, like press releases, whatever it is, press conferences, mixture of the two. <laughs> and it just like had mixed the words and made her just sound like a psycho and <laughs> saying that she was a dictator and like you weren't allowed to leave your house ever again and shit. It's so funny. <laughs>
0: on, on the topic of Gladys bin chicken, Ooh. the reason I have a grudge against... The New South Wales <laughs> government is she cost me a job offer on Monday.
1: Oh, oh. well, what happened there? Had
0: a, it wasn't, I uh, had a 12. They were had applied to Southern Cross, the stereo who run star FM back home and run triple M and SAFM up in Adelaide. Uh, I was going to be a position in Adelaide, a uh, 12 month con- contract to do, like media sales coordination, just like entry level stuff. But because Sydney are so far down the, down the drain that the head office in Sydney closed the position. So I essentially got hired and made redundant on the same day.
1: Oh, so sorry, dude. So, and that is why I now have a
0: grudge against the New South Wales government.
3: That's fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's so, fair. That's, yeah. Do, I reckon they could probably change. You know how like all the number plates have like little cool things they have underneath? Maybe mm-hmm. they could just change New South Wales to the prison state. <laughs> <laughs> then no? The COVID state.
1: Just lock armed. down the
3: borders, lock down the houses, lock down the, the pets and small children. Just lock it all down. <laughs> Just
1: know, who down who would win in that, like, <laughs> for, like, Victoria, New South Wales for, like, that, that a title, though?
2: I dare you. Lock off. <laughs> lock off. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, Victoria in the – well, I think it's Melbourne, actually, specifically Melbourne, in about – I think by the, they said it, I listened to it on the briefing today or yesterday, by the 20th, I think, of September, which we will be locked down until at at least,
1: Mm.
2: by the 20th, we will have overtaken Buenos Aires in Argentina for the most days in lockdown in the world during the pandemic for any city. So I think that Melbourne would probably win.
0: Yeah,
3: we got gold, boys. It doesn't matter. Always strive to be the best.
1: Coming for you, Argentina.
2: Argentina ain't got shit.
1: (laughs) Man, that's. that's you don't know what hit him. That's a massive statistic. Jesus
2: Christ. Yeah. In the world. And I've been living here the whole time.
3: I got out just before it started.
2: Yes, you did. And I'm very envious. (laughs) Hey, hey,
3: big boy numbers.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) <laughs> We're about to hit an hour, so I guess we should probably finish her up there. Yeah.
1: All right, guys. Thank you very much for joining me, and I'll All right. see you next week. No worries. Thanks Good to again. see you
0: again, podcast Ca- daddy. Catch you soon.
3: See
1: you, podfather. By podfather. <laughs> see you, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Kraken Furfies is lovingly crafted and recorded in the southeast of South Australia. The show is produced and hosted by me, Drew Agnew, and my co-hosts are Ash Wallace, Daniel Tredray, and Thomas McRobert. If you enjoy my work here as well as on my other podcasts, The House of Mario, Encore at The House of Mario, and A Drew Story, help spread the word by sharing us with a mate or leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you would like to show further support and help me achieve my goal of freeing up one working day a week to spend more time refining and creating podcasts, please consider checking out patreon.com iDruby, where for only $1, you get access to my secret recordings where I share everything behind the scenes. A big thank you to the legend DJ for supporting the content at the podcast producer level on Patreon. From the bottom of my heart, thank you.